As I look back over my life And see where I have been Jesus, I praise you That I'm not stuck in sin But way down in my spirit One praise is not enough So I lift my hands And give you
about Japheta Japheta and his message to Ammon and Japheta's vow and victory Japheta the message to Ammon and Japheta's vow and victory I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for taking out your time and your day to listen to this podcast. I know there are so many others out there y'all like listening to. So, I just want to say thank you for listening to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast, which produces daily devotional, morning word and worship, Let's Talk Sunday, Entrepreneurial Corner, and Authors Excerpt Sunday. So, come on now. Let's get into this message that God has for us today concerning Japheta. Okay? All right, come on now. Let's get busy. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voice-over ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at IamSharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of.
Daily Devotional Message Judges 11, 1-40 And it says Now, Jephetha, the Gileadite, was a mighty man of valor. And he was the son of an harlot. And Gilead begat Jephetha. And Gilead's wife bare him sons. And his wife's sons grew up. And they thrust out Jephetha. And said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit in our father's house. For thou art the son of a strange woman. Then Jephetha fled from his brethren and dwelt in the land of Tob. And there were gathered vain men to Jephetha and went out with him. And it came to pass in process of time, that the children of Ammon made war against Israel. And it was so that when the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to fetch Jephetha out of the land of Tob. And they said unto Jephetha, Come and be our captain, that we may fight with the children of Ammon. And Jephetha said unto the elders of Gilead, Did not ye hate me and expel me out of my father's house? And why are ye come unto me now when ye are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said unto Trephetta, Therefore we turn again to thee now, that thou mayest go with us and fight against the children of Ammon, and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. And Trephetta said unto the elders of Gilead, If ye bring me home again to fight against the children of Ammon, and the Lord deliver them before me, shall I be your head? And the children of Gilead said unto Jephetha, The Lord be witness between us, if we do not so according to thy words. Then Jephetha went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and captain over them. And Jephetha uttered all his words before the Lord and Miss Peel. And Jephetha sent messengers unto the king of the children of Ammon, saying, What hast thou to do with me, 
that thou art come against me to fight in my land. And the king of the children of Ammon answered unto the messenger of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land when they came up out of Egypt from Arnon even unto Jabbok and unto Jordan. Now therefore restore those lands again peaceably. And Jephthah sent messengers again unto the king of the children of Ammon, and said unto him, Thus saith Jephthah, Israel took not away the land of Moab, nor the land of the children of Ammon. But when Israel came up from Egypt and walked through the wilderness unto the Red Sea and came to Kadesh, then Israel sent messengers unto the king of Edom, saying, Let me, I pray thee, pass through thy land. But the king of Edom would not hearken unto hearken thereto. And in like manner they sent unto the king of Moab. But he would not consent, and Israel abode in Kadesh. Then they went along through the wilderness and compassed the land of Edom and the land of Moab, and came by the east side of the land of Moab, and pitched on the other side of Ar- Arnon, and came not within the border of Moab. And Arnon was the border of Moab. And Israel sent messengers unto Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the king of Heshbon. And Israel said unto him, Let us pass, we pray thee, through thy land into my place. But Sihon trusted not Israel to pass through his coast. But Sihon gathered all his people together and pitched in Jahaz and fought against Israel. And the Lord God of Israel delivered Sihon and all his people into the hand of Israel. And they smote them. So Israel possessed all the land of the Amorites, the inhabitants of that country. And they possessed all the coast of the Amorites, from Arnon even unto Jabbok, and from the wilderness even unto Jordan. So how so now the Lord God of Israel have depossessed the Amorites from before his people Israel, and shouldest 
thou possess it? Wilt not thou possess that which Shemosh thy God giveth thee to possess? So, whomsoever the Lord our God shall drive out from before us, them will we possess. And now art thou anything better than Belak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever strive against Israel, or did he ever fight against them? While Israel dwelt in Heshbon and her towns and and in Aori and her towns and in all the cities that be along along by the coast of Arnon three hundred years why therefore did ye not recover them within that time? Wherefore I have not sinned against thee, but thou doest me wrong to war against me, the Lord of the Lord, the judge, be judged this day between the children of Israel and the children of Ammon. How be it the king of the children of Ammon? Hearken not unto the words of Jephthah, which he sent him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah, and he passed over Gilead and Manasseh, and Manasseh, and passed over Miss, Miss Peel of Gilead, and from Miss Peel. Of Gilead, he passed over unto the children of Ammon, and Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, "If thou shalt, if thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Ammon into mine hands, then it shall be that whatsoever cometh forth of the doors of my house to meet me." And I return in peace from the children of Ammon. Shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over unto the children of Ammon to fight against them, and the Lord delivered them into his hands. And he smote them from Arori, even till, even till thou come to Menith, even twenty cities, and unto the plain of the vineyards, with a very great slaughter. Thus the children of Ammon were subdued before the children of Israel. And Jephthah came to Mizpeel unto his house, and behold, his daughter came out to meet him with thimbles, thimbles, 
and with dance, and she was his only child. Beside her, he had neither son nor daughter. And it came to pass, when he saw her, that he rent his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, thou hast brought me very low, that, and thou art one of them that trouble me. For I have opened my mouth unto the Lord, and I cannot go back. And she said unto him, My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which hath proceeded out of thy mouth. For as much as the Lord hath taken vengeance for thee of thine enemies, even of the children of Ammon. And she said unto her father, Let this thing be done for me. Let me alone let me alone two months, that I may go up and down upon the mountain, and bewail my virginity, I and my fellows. And he said, Go. And he sent her away for two months. And she went with her companions, and bewailed her virginity upon the mountains. And it came to pass at the end of two months that she returned unto her father, who did that, who did with her according to his vow, which he had vowed. And she knew no man, and it was a custom in Israel that the daughter of Israel went yearly to lament the daughter of Japhetah, the Gileadite, four days in a year. I have just read Judges 11, 1 through 40. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. We come to you to say that You have blessed us with one more day. One more day. A whole lot didn't get to see this day. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you so much for allowing us to have breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs. And we are in our right minds. Lord, I thank you for allowing me to give this word. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. Lord, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. everyone let's break this down chapter 11 talk about Jephetta and we see that Jephetta is born out of wedlock and he becomes a great man but First, he has to go through some trials and tribulations in order 
to understand his assignment when God is God asks. When God gives him the assignment, he understands the assignment better. Sometimes God sets up your rejection to set you up for higher for a higher calling. You might think you're being rejected. When people don't want you, people don't want you to be around, people don't want you to, you know, they don't like you, this, that, that. Okay, cool. You know, that's that's how y'all going, you know, that's how you're going to be. Okay, cool. Some people are good at, accept, at accepting their assignments of being alone. So being rejected by others, don't take it personal because it, it's a setback for a comeback. Okay, a setback for a comeback. Okay, so we see that Jephetta is tossed out. His father has gotten a wife, and he was born out of out of out of wedlock. And then he, his father goes and get a wife, and she has some kids. And the kids decide to throw Jephetta out of the house because they feel like he should not have inheritance because he was not born of their mother, of the relationship between the father and their mother. So they take it upon themselves to cast judgment upon Jephetta and cast him out of the house, saying he can't get no inheritance because, you you know, you're not one of us. Okay. So this is, you know, and he goes off, lives his life. Jephetta says, okay, that's how y'all gonna be. It's cool. Jephetta goes on, lives his life, and then here goes the same people that tossed you away, talked bad about you, stabbed you in your back, throw you away, threw you out your house. Now they need you for something. And Jephetta tells them, oh, you need my help now, huh? Have you ever done, have you, have you ever experienced that before? Well, you are rejected by people. And the same people that rejected you need something from you. Oh, God. Come on, Jesus. Come on, come on. Oh, my God. Oh. The same people that throw you away that manipulated you, tried to manipulate, as Mr. Brown says, um, use you, scandalize your name, backstabbed you, just stole from you, took from you, did whatever they did to you to hurt your feelings. Now they want to come and ask you for some help. He said, hold up. You calling me the person that you didn't like, the person that you talked about, the person that you disrespected threw me out my own house. You know. Now you want some help. And so Javetta says, okay, well, this going to cost you. It's going to cost you me to become your leader over, every, over Gilead. I'm going to 
take a, I, I, I want my high-ranking place in to rule over you. To rule over you first before I even go out here and fight for you. I'm not going to put my life on the line without having something, something, you know, I'm getting something out of this. So, they agreed to this arrangement. And Jafenta goes and reminds them. See, sometimes you got to remind the people of the stuff that God has already done. God has already taking control of this place that the people want to fight over. He said, remember when, you know, um, the children of Israel came out of Egypt and you wouldn't give us no shelter, you wouldn't give them no water, you wouldn't let them pass through the land, they asked permission, they came respectfully and asked you. And what did you say? You said no. He had to go back and remind these people that wanted to um, take control over Israel. Look, this ain't your, this ain't your land, no way. You know, God has already set this up where you uh, don't possess this land anymore, no way. And he's bringing back their remembrance of stuff they have that has happened to them in the past, and now you want to come and cast, and now you want to fight the same people that came and possessed your land already. They already possess it. God came and brought the children, children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, and you said no, and God took your land from you anyway. So I'm what you tripping for, you know, um, you know. I don't, you know, you y'all forgot your place. You have literally forgotten your place in history of what happened to you last time you came up against the children of Israel. See, okay. So, Jephetta says, ain't nobody got time for this. Let me go ahead and get this over with. And God gave him the power to take control over everything. Everybody was standing in his way. So basically, Jephthah went and re-cleansed the land that that the children of Israel had already previously done when they came into this land when they left Egypt. So basically, God just went on ahead and reclaimed the land he already possessed. And Jephthah was the one that he gave the power to, to to carry out this task of reminding the peoples where they already had did this before and had no luck. And that's that something where you got to go back in, you got to go in and remind people of stuff that's already been done to you. You already tried this move before, man. You already tried to overtake us. You already tried to overtake me. You already tried to take my land. You already told me no. I needed your help before, and you didn't do what you was. You didn't help me then. And now you think you own something? You already been hurt before by God and the children of Israel. So let me bring this back to your remembrance. 
So instead of you want to listen, you want to you wanna be hard-headed and you want to learn this lesson again. Isn't it funny how sometimes you, God has to keep repeating the same thing over and over again for you to get the point? But he sins, he does it in different ways, but it's the same lesson. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching good this morning. Um, and sometimes you got to turn around and listen to what God is trying to tell you. Every word in this Bible is trying to teach you how to live holy, how to live right, how to live righteous, and how not to keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Holy basic instructions before leaving earth. Bible. Basic. Basic B N I instructions B before L leaving E earth. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Holy basic instructions before leaving earth. Holy Bible. Okay. So, then he says, Lord, if you grant me this, God grants him that. He turned around teaching, teaching, teaching them a lesson in the land of Gilead again. It's just, Lord, you know, um... I'm your humble servant, and um, I, I, I can't, you know, it, it, that's how it is. But some people just don't get the point. So he goes home, he wins the battle, he goes home and makes this, this arrangement with the Lord. It says, whatever I, whatever comes out the door when I return home is mine. Okay. And when he gets home, he has this thing of his daughter appears to be in the spirit of cheering on her father. And that's the first thing he sees. And he's like, oh, no, Lord, I, I, I want to take that back. I want to take that back. I, I don't want that. Because I'm not, you know, he, you know. And the thing is now, this is a word. That once you make a promise to God, you got to carry it out. I know it might sound a little incest. He a little incest, okay? And the thing is, the daughter says, let me go and, and, let me go and enjoy, and, and let me value my virginity a couple of more days, and then I'll come back to you, and that's what we have to do. And now this is a custom. It became a custom in Israel that the ladies leave and they, you know, you go up in the mountain and 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 just um, they go and keep themselves pure until they have to come back down for those those days. And that's how they knew that they were virgins. Because only their fathers will find out if they were virgins or not. Home, I wanted you. This, I wanted you to get this lesson because it is a value lesson. 
no matter how people throw you away, or when they reject you, or they toss your side, or they have nothing for you, or they cuss you out, or they talk bad about you, stab you in the back, um, spit in your face, whatever, you know, whatever they do. Do not stoop to their level. Don't give them the satisfaction of falling down in their face, neither. Stand tall, stand upright, and know that God is with you through all the trials and tribulations that you go through. And he has a purpose for your life. He has a purpose and a plan for you. You may see it as rejection. You may see, oh, well, they don't want me. And then, let me tell you something. I used to have the same problem with this. The same exact thing. First, it started with my parents. I wanted to say, I want, I wanted to understand why did my parents not want me? Because my grand, my father's mother raised me. My mother, my father was a woman now, so he was going to do whatever he wanted to do. And my mother went off and lived her own life and left me with my father's parents. Okay. I felt rejected. I felt abandoned. I felt like I needed to, I guess that's well, that people-pleasing thing came in. So the older I got, the more I would hang out with the wrong people. I thought they were my friends. And then when they got what they wanted, they rejected me or threw me away and used me up, and that was it. And I'm going to tell you something. If it had not been for those things that happened to me, I would not be the person I am today. I thank God for that. I thank God for showing me the way of finally and me finally listening to what was going on. God set me aside not to be accepted by those people because he had an assignment for me to do, which is the one I'm doing now. I am a totally different person than what I used to be before I rekindled my relationship with God. I used to be a prostitute. I used to be whore. I used to be uh, a thief. I used to look. I used to do a lot of things that wasn't pleasing to God. But I tell you how He changed my life for the better. You might not think about. It. You might not think this is good. But the three deaths in my life. I talk about this a lot. The three deaths in my life are the three most important people of what changed my life around. Because I didn't have nobody to turn to, and God was the only person there. I decided to devote myself to God, and that's when everything started happening for me, when I started letting God have control over my life instead of me controlling it. The rejection was a lesson. I look back on all that stuff. I write about it in my book. It's entitled Coming and Loving Yourself. If you do not have a copy of that book, you can go to www.shereesandjohnsonmore.com and get you a copy for $20 plus tax shipping and handling. Okay? But I'm telling you, you know, everybody got a story to tell about some kind of form of rejection. Mine ain't no different than nobody else's, but I'm, I I want to share mine with with some people don't want to share their stories. I'm I'm not the one of those. I'm I'm a share, cause God told me you share your story, you'll never know who life you might be saving when you share your story. So I want to thank y'all for 
coming in today for their devotion. Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. Thank you for everything that you do when it comes to this podcast. And if you have any questions uh, or certain topics that you want to speak about, you know, reach out. Leave me a leave me a comment. Call you know, call me, text me, write me. My email is I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMore.com and I will be glad to hear your uh comments. You know, I I you know um so I'm here for you, okay? Thank you again for listening to Daily Devotional and I will talk to you later. All right, babies, y'all have a blessed day. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. All right, all right, all right, everyone. It has been an honor and a privilege to bring you the word for today. I pray that you receive it. I pray that you have all the blessings that you are bestowed upon you. I pray that God opens doors for you that can't no man shut. I pray that you have all the desires of your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, I do pray. And I thank you again for listening.
to Daily Devotional for today. I want you to, you know, catch up with us, you know, tomorrow for Judges 12. And I want to, you know, get into, you know, that chapter as well. So tomorrow, be ready now. Be ready. We're going to be doing Judges chapter 12. And I want to, um, you know, want to talk to you about that chapter. So, like I said, thanks again for listening to your daily devotional uh, podcast episode for today. And I will talk to you tomorrow. And we're going to deep dive into Judges chapter 12. All right, babies. Talk to you later. Love you. Have a blessed day.